I remember there is a, a Facebook group that is called Airbnb Host Vent. So we were gathering all those pain points in Notion. And you know, those pain points are from the day to day. In Notion is great for the for the day to day. Hi, welcome to the next episode of Let's Get Practical. My name is Monica. I'll be your host. And today I have this guest that I've been waiting and waiting to meet in person, Alejandra Cienfuegos. She's a Notion ambassador and she's doing a lot of really cool things. Um, so we have her on our podcast just to go over anything and everything from building a business around Notion, using Notion as a go-to tool, how she's using it, uh, what are some patterns, you know, that she sees with people using it. So let's unpack all of that. Uh, Alejandra, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much, Monica. I'm really happy to be here. I'm Alejandra. Uh, I'm one of the founders of Notionologia which is Notion space in which we share everything related to Notion in Spanish. We have talked before over Twitter, but we never met before. So I'm really happy to talk about it, everything related to Notion and more with you. <laughs> Excellent. Well, first off, like, you know, where are you calling in from? Yeah, right now I'm in Barcelona because we're actually doing a Notion meetup tomorrow. So we had to fly today, um, but I'm living in Lyon, in France. But, you know, our community is almost 100%, maybe 90% in Spanish. So we have to fly a lot to Barcelona or Madrid for Notion stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. So where is like your home base? Is that Lyon? It's Lyon, yes, France. Oh, okay. So just from, from your name, I'm thinking... Uh, I don't know, Spain or even Latin America, but um, did you grow up in France? Um, actually, I'm from El Salvador, Central America. But uh, when I was uh, doing my, my career, I traveled to Mexico for an exchange, student exchange. And in Mexico, I met my husband, Daniel. He is also an ocean ambassador. And then I moved over here to Europe. And I have been living in Andorra, which is a small country between Spain and France. I also lived before in France. Then we moved to Madrid. Then we go back to Andorra. And now we're in France, like more stable. <laughs> right now, I'm doing a full notion consulting. That's what I do right now. What did you do uh, before that? Uh, actually, uh, I'm an economist. And when I was in Andorra, which is the only place where I like really work before, like professional work, I deal financial consulting. That's what I was doing before Notion. <laughs> well, can you tell us a little bit about like, you know, how did you first meet Notion? How did you learn about Notion? Um, you know, like your aha moments with Notion. I think we all have that. What did you like so much about it? Okay, it's kind of a, like it's all connected for me in this uh, history of my notion journey, because uh, as I was telling you before, I I was doing financial uh, auditing in Andorra, and actually Daniel he's an IT IT lawyer, intellectual property lawyer, and he was doing that also in in Andorra, 
but it is a really small country with a very traditional um, industry, you know. So we started like to get a little bit bored. So we were like very eager to travel and we did our first travel, uh, our first like big travel to Malaysia. And when we came back from that travel and we, we saw there that all of these are digital nomad, remote working vibe over, over there. So we came back to Andorra and we were like feeling a little bit trapped, something like that, um, with our jobs. So we wanted like to see how this remote uh, vibe was really like. So we um, quit our jobs in Andorra. And we went travel. Uh, the idea was to travel for a year, but then uh, COVID hit. <laughs> so we only got to travel four months, but we did a lot of countries. We started in Singapore, then we went to Malaysia again, then Thailand, and uh, we went to Myanmar. Actually, we went to Korea, uh, to Korea uh-huh. and Japan. Um, we did all of that like in four months, uh, Vietnam too. And 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 then um, we had to came back to Andorra because of COVID. So we were in Andorra. And we were like with no jobs and anything to do. So we really dig into Notion because all the travel, all, all those four months of traveling, we were uh, planning all of that in Notion. And, um, and Notion was with, with us in all four months of those travels that we were doing. And we just fell in, fell in love with the app wow. in, in that time. So before before you started using Notion for travel, we all have like a, how did you meet Notion? Like, well, how was, I don't know, did you learn it from a specific person on YouTube? Like, how did you first encounter Notion? I'm curious. Yeah, I think it was on YouTube. Uh, with this YouTuber, I don't remember the name. Ah, it's Victor Abarca. It's actually it's Spanish. He's like has this channel about productivity. And uh, right now he does a, a lot of blogs because I think he moves to the States. So he's doing all his content from there. But it was Victor Abarca. It was YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, I started with Notion. I think the first time I saw it was through this like design community channel the future with like you know led by Christo but it's like oh like I try using it I'm like oh this like it just it did not click so I abandoned that and then I saw Ali Abdal using it I was like, oh wow this is kind of interesting but I really I think opened doors and it was like a you know just blown away moment when I saw Mari Poulin use it oh and yeah. it was like wow, you can do all of that. And I was doing like my English coaching back then with like Google mm-hmm. Drive. And it was like a completely different, I just felt like superwoman, like, you know, Notion, like no coding background. I'm actually like tech- technical little challenged, but it was like, it, it felt so easy, right? Did you like, like using tools? What were you using before? I I wasn't using any any specific app before Notion. Uh, actually, it was Notion that opened all this no call environment for me. Mm. I I get uh, really in love at first with Notion, and I don't have any technical background. Uh, I am 
I don't code, you know. So for me, it was really great because I, I know there is a learning curve for, for Notion, but for me, it was also really easy at first because um, I started with, with a blank page, but it was like a place when I can like do a, a brain dump, you know, uh, at first. And totally. that was very easy for me. But I haven't, before that, I didn't use any specific app. Uh, I think I, I used the reminders from, from my phone. Uh, and that was all before. Yeah, same. Like, I, I couldn't believe how easy it felt to me. But then I learned, you know, it's not easy for everybody. <laughs> so because it was so easy for me, I thought, oh, my God, like, if I can do it. Anybody and everybody could, you know, and should do it. But I realized that it was it was not the case. So you said like you're you're doing like Notion consulting like full time. What does that what does that mean to do like Notion consulting? Like what does that look like? Can you tell us more? Yeah, um, it uh, like all start with uh, Notionalogia, which it was at first just for creating content in Spanish. Because as you say, uh, for me, it was easy, but we also learned that for other people, it's not. So we start creating content in Spanish because there were a lot of content in English, templates, courses, everything. Um, but there, in Spanish, there was like something missing at a time. Ruben was creating really great content, Elena too, but there were like only two people. And in English, there was a lot. So we start national here, um, like only for sharing our journey, so other people uh, can meet that app and can learn easy. So that's how we started. But then uh, we start like with the monetization journey with our templates, and we start with that. And people were asking us and asking us for uh, customized templates. So that's how we started at first. And everything, everything was going like very organically. Uh, we start with personal dashboards, but then uh, some companies start to show up, to ask questions, uh, to ask for budgets. And we start like sending some of them and we, we start building for companies. And right now we are all only building for, for a company. Um, Daniel, he does more like automations right now. But I do all Notion building workspaces stuff. Uh, I'm doing so far, like I told you, I mean, mostly companies workspaces. Uh, a company wants to have everything in Notion or maybe a model, a specific model in Notion, like purchases or sales in Notion. And we start building on, on that. Um, but it, it is right now, it, it, it every, everything was like very organically with, because we started with the template, but, but right now we have like a full consultancy process to follow for each company. We, we do, first we do an audit, then we do the building in Notion, and then we educate the team. But we didn't know all that process at, at first, because as I told you, we start with customized templates that's that's um that's so cool and how it just all started organically by 
just doing what people asked you to do, right? Like just answering people's questions. It seems like it was the beginning of your consulting journey. I learned about you, Alejandra, because I saw some of your templates that were like, oh, this like looks like so neat, clean, beautiful. <laughs> I saw the uh, Airbnb and that was yeah. like, oh my God, like I've had this idea for the longest time, you know, like this is like what it would have looked like. What's the background behind the the Airbnb template? Yeah, it, that's interesting. And I'll be I'll be because... linking that in the description if anybody wants to check that out. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, it, it's a, a bit of a funny story because we do not have any property or rental to host. But in our travel, in our in our gap year, we were consumers. Yeah, we were guests. And every every Airbnb change that we did, it was a little bit of a pain point because you never get all the information in one place. Uh, some hosts, uh, they want for you to call. Some of them, they want to use WhatsApp. And there was like one person, one host in Malaysia that gave us a full PDF with all the information from the beginning to the end of our forward state. And and without, you know, if this person needs to update that PDF, it, it is it is a lot of work, you know. And there are some things that are need that are always changing. So if you have a link, like in a Notion link, that pain point is solved. So that's what we we think. Uh, so that's how we thought about that. It was from the consumer side more than from the host side that's awesome and like and how do you get something like that where you you don't know the market like you're just a consumer and you're a user and how did you get that like marketed or because you know even the marketing like the sales page and all of that uh is is, is very i think it has a very nice finish so yeah. i thought oh alejandra maybe she has a you know background in marketing or but you know it's like econ it's like finance so um, can you tell us a little bit about like how did people learn about this or how did you promote this product? Yeah, first I remember that we did a lot of research for that. Like we know uh, things from the consumer side and, and we like tested a lot of Airbnbs in all of our journey or in all of our trip. But we remember, I remember that we did a lot of research that like we entered in a lot of Airbnb forums in Facebook groups about, about Airbnb uh, hosts. So we start like learning from those pain points. I remember there is a, a Facebook group that is called Airbnb host vent, something like that. And it was like a, a gold <laughs> space for us because there were all, all of the posts were pain points for them. So we were gathering all of that and tried to solve all, all those pain points in Notion. And you know, Amazing. Yeah. it wasn't that hard. That's, it wasn't that hard because uh, those pain points are from the day to day. And Notion is great for the, for the day to day. So all that information, of course, uh, also helped us for promoting and marketing better. Because we already had the pain point. So when we market that, we we highlight that pain point. And the Notion template has a solver. That is, uh, that's 
amazing and just, just so practical for not only like Notion templates, but you know, for a lot of other things, people mm -hmm. who are building little things and and how, yeah, you like, you know, I hate Facebook, but you know, maybe Facebook groups are are these unexpected little pockets uh, of people that are open to share. Uh, one of the things that I noticed too is that the template is actually very aesthetically pleasing. Like it's very nice. And it's one of those, when I'm building a template, I, I take yours as reference because, you know, to me, they're very beautiful. Um, do you have a background in like design or do you, do you just like that? Like, um, yeah, I just wanted to see like how you design these pages. Even like your Notion docs. Yeah, I don't have a record in design. Uh, I think I just, um, like, of course, before, of course, before uh, translated all, all the information to Notion, I always use paper. That's always like the first step. And I try to focus first in the databases structure. Like that's like the first thing I, I think about the databases and if the databases make sense, then I can like get a better design, like thinking in the user. And I always try to think that the person that is using the template uh, doesn't know a lot of notion. So that is also very helpful for, for trying to keep a simple design. Because in Notion, you can like get crazy <laughs> page after page after page. But if you have in mind that your user doesn't have a lot of knowledge in Notion, you can make your template more simpler. Yeah, wow. but, but that's but, uh, that's awesome. And yeah. it's so, so true, right? Like you, you can make it a really beautiful, but like even like databases for some people, uh, might be difficult to navigate, right? Like, so nowadays, a lot more people use Notion. But when I first started, just seeing the database, they people did not know what to do with it, right? Mm -hmm. Like that they were supposed to click or like open. Thankfully, a lot more people use Notion today. When you first like launch your products, any lessons learned for you uh, for Notion? Yeah, um, at, at first, I remember that we didn't build any welcome page for our that for our notion templates that's a thing that we learned uh like very recently it seems like uh something that is not that important but it is because uh, when uh the first the, the user has a first interaction with templates and you start for them to see like a, a full dashboard they get lost and we learn that in the bad way because when you sell something, uh, people is paying you for something, even if it is a digital product. Uh, if you don't feel like uh, the template is being useful to you, you will reach out for customer support, even if you are only one person doing the Notion template. So we start to get some uh, customer support questions uh, for our templates, like very basic things that those those things and those things should have been resolved with a welcome page and a help page, something like that, or even facts, frequently asked questions. Um, we include all of that now in our in our welcome page in the templates. But before we 
we weren't doing like any any welcome for the user. And right now that is a time saver because yeah, um yeah, the users have this page that is called help. And you there have a lot of help. Frequently asked questions, uh, links for the Notion Academy site. Uh, also, we include automation recipes. So if you want to connect the template with some automation tool. And even uh, we add some um, connection tips. Like if you want to connect your template to your project manager uh, space or, or your task space uh, we also like give you tips for that because there is like this um opinion that some notion temp that a notion template won't solve all your problems and i think uh, that's okay that's right if you don't customize your template it won't solve all your problems but i think that if you learn to connect those templates has has modules to your existing system, it can um, solve a lot of problems for you. So we have also that space. Like so, these are like connecting, uh, connecting like your templates to other existing Notion documents, right? Like not yes. other. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, exactly. I got that. Yeah. So, yeah, I totally agree. It's just uh, I'm I'm almost like I've downloaded templates and try to use them and. I just end up taking little parts of the template and incorporating them into my workflow. But it's not that easy to take an entire template and then just, you know, just use them. Mm -hmm. um, do you do you feel like, you know, the people who are downloading your templates, um, are they using it? And like, do they give you what kind of like, what kind of comments you have received that gave you a hint? Okay, this is I'm in the right path. You know, this is useful. People like this. Yeah. Um, I think the best way that we receive feedback regarding templates is from people that get our template and the one-hour consultancy. We learned so much from that. Uh, we we had the best experience, I think, with a template that is called Discovery Product which is for you to discover new products or services in, in your company by using your employees or by using your existing existing customers, like having feedback from them. Um, and there was uh, this person, it was from the United States that bought the template, but um, he was in his specific uh, use case, he was missing one step before because we have like ideation, development and research for an idea. But he was missing something before. And we figured all that in one hour meeting. And like that template solved for them like an investment of a, of a huge developing, developing it in an app. And it was just like talking a little bit more of adding one step to the template. Like we we proposed three steps there, like I told you, ideation, uh, development, and research. But he was missing something before, specifically for that use case. So I think the people that that buy uh, the template and ask us for one hour consultancy, that's the best feedback. We learn like what we can advise for connecting the the template. If you think in a workflow, 
how we connect that template in the first step and also after what we propose in the right. template. That's awesome. Yeah. Nothing like just really directly talking to, to the user yeah. or sometimes even just like, you know, I will see them use it like, you know, just over the shoulder and they don't click the, what you think they would click or like they would, they don't focus on what you think they would Like it's, it's very fascinating to, to actually meet users. So I'm glad you get to do that. Um, a follow-up question to that is where do you feel that people get stuck the most? Like with, you know, with like, with Notion, using Notion, where do you think people, um, yeah, like the Notion blocks, the common Notion blocks that you've seen in your, you know, throughout your consulting? Yeah, I think that are always databases are hard to understand if you haven't been in Notion before. Uh, that's something that people uh, get, get the friction. Uh, it is very hard to teach the difference between the inline database and the full uh, oh, database. Oh, yeah. I love instance. explaining that. <laughs> yeah. And then explaining that is uh, all databases are interconnected. They can be connected between them, but you can also be linked databases, which is not the same that building a new database. Uh, I also have seen a lot of errors in workspaces with people duplicating databases. Uh, they think that are, they are like creating a link of database, but they are duplicating. So totally. you have yeah. one, one database and then another database with the same name and a one <laughs> and then the same name and a two. So that I think databases are hard for, for databases. I had somebody reached out to me, like a community I'm part of, um, and I think an excellent use case for Notion is like, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about companies since you're working with corporations, but for like just really small enterprises, like, you know, solopreneurs or very small teams, I think Notion is great. Uh, and I, I, I wanted to do a little workshop for them. What would you say, you know, like if you had like two hours, let's say you have three hours or two hours to spend with a team of people. They don't know anything about Notion. Some people may, some people don't. Uh, what are some key things that, like the, the basics that will get you really far with Notion? What do you think? Yeah, actually, yesterday we did uh, some education for a, for a company in, in Spain. And we, we only have uh, four hours for the whole thing. We're doing one hour and a half each Monday. And I remember that first I have to take an hour just for explaining how to create an account because they didn't know. So that's time that you need to spend if, if the group doesn't know anything about Notion. And we have some frictions in the creating account side. So, uh, but then uh, the session from yesterday, we spent one hour and a half and I get uh, to teach them about pages, about mm -hmm. databases. I teach them about the new buttons, which mm -hmm. are amazing for automation. And I think that's really important for, for themes. And also we learn how to embed things from other apps. Mm -hmm. uh, it was one hour and a half and I focus on that. We build a documentation space. Uh, in that documentation space, I 
teach them how to to bring information from other sources, all the embed section. And then we did um, a, um, a shopping list. And then in the shopping list, I teach them the buttons, the new buttons in a very simple example. And then we build a library, uh, mm -hmm. my books, something has that. And, and I teach uh, the databases for that example in my library. I, I, uh, one thing that I can pick, you know, pick up from what you just said, it's, it's, uh, very practical to not think in terms of functions, but you're sort of like your units are, okay, how to build a library. And then you're, you're telling them, uh, what are the little things that you need to do, but always like focused on the, the end product, which is like, I think it's a really good tip for anybody who is listening and who is interested in building products, you know, in Notion. A lot, I see a lot of people doing things with Notion templates or Notion courses. So I think a great tip for anybody who is interested in that. Um, you also mentioned that, okay, so, you know, you used to do like individual people asking you for feedback or for builds, and now you're doing companies. I, I did not think that companies would use Notion as their uh, main sort of platform. Is that a, a pattern or trend that you see in, in Spain or Europe? Are these like large companies or like small companies? Yeah, I think we have more uh, medium companies and, and solopreneurs uh, sometimes. Uh, but we uh, like start, uh, started to work with more big companies. Like, you know, they have, I don't know, Four million in um, in their revenue, something like that. Those are like more big companies, and I, I have seen something interesting in the Spanish market, and is that usually companies that they, they don't want to enter full into Notion, like they don't want all of the things in Notion at first. They need to learn from the benefits uh, before from the small department. Uh, usually, those are the digitalization departments or innovation departments. That those uh, those departments right, right. are the ones that start with Notion, and then they are escalating that. Um, what, one really great example that we have is a logistic company that is uh, sending ships from Spain to Africa. Um, that they are a logistic company. And of course, the full company has uh, his own operational planning, organizational system. Right, right. But the department in charge of purchases, they have a specific needs. And we work with that department and we build something specific for managing the orders, uh, all the purchases. And, you know, they are managing orders for chips, containers. Wow, it's a lot, a lot of, of data. Yeah. Um, um, they were working with other big softwares, but whether the software were very restrictive for them. Because uh, every company is a whole world. So we build a specific purchasing model for them. And mm -hmm. The model work very great. Uh, all building Notion. We connect Notions with uh, their, some of their already existing apps. 
And now they are thinking about escalating notion for the whole logistic company. But we start with only the purchasing department. That is fascinating. And, you know, it's just one of those things where I, you know, I, I love Notion and I, like, I really love Notion, but I don't do everything on Notion by choice, right? I do think that some things, you know, Excel is better or Google mm. Docs is better. Uh, and I would have never thought of doing like, you know, purchasing a lot of data heavy, yeah. a lot of data. Um, do you think like it, it is like your preferred tool for even like complicated things like, you know, this spreadsheets or heavy data type of work? Yeah, I think as consultant, we have the obligation to, to tell the truth to the to the client and we have sometimes recommend uh, another tool for a specific client uh, because we feel that notion is is like not enough but it's more because of their own their own uh, internal policy or workflow right. but uh, we have learned a lot from this client because uh, as i told you is a logistic company that is working with ships, containers, uh, huge orders, and Notion is working really fine. Wow! Um, they are they are saving a lot of time. They were like putting information manually, uh, something uh, things like that because the uh, existing software um, were very restricted for them. And Notion is so flexible that you can like accommodate the app for you. So I, I think it, it is uh, really great, even for a lot of data, but wow. you, you have consultants need, need also to be like very ethical with your client. And of if course. you see that notion is not working, so you need to say that. Of course. Um, was there, this is, this is kind of an unexpected use case, but uh, from all the cases that you've, you've worked on, which one has been the most kind of like, oh, this is like, you know, perfect for Notion. Was there any any case where where it could not have been a better match between like the, the task, the need, the pain points, and Notion as a tool? What's like a your favorite use case of Notion? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I have like a lot. Maybe I will pick two. <laughs> um, I have one use case that is very recent uh, and it's related to travel. Uh, it's a very small company. The founders is a, a couple that is in Uruguay and they are traveling the world. And they build um, travel packages for, for people. And, uh, all over the year, they, they have like special packages for group travel. And they were sending like four or five PDFs with information for each travel. And they were like losing a lot of time on that. And we built like a full portal in Notion in which all of the travelers that book that trip with them can consult only every, every information, all information only from the Notion link. So they are not sending more anymore like five PDFs. They just share one link, which is the portal, and they are, are like updating the portal in Notion for the travelers. Right. That's 
-hmm. I do that all the time also with my students. Like I'm not sending all of these links, but it's just one link and you can always add or take out links and you can change the shapes, right, of, of the Notion page. So I think that's that's a very good use case. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other use case? Yeah, the other one is really interesting. Uh, is an entrepreneur from from Spain that is living in Texas. She's a fashion advisor, and she has built a whole system in Notion, which is called the wardrobe operary operating system, and it's like a second brain for your wardrobe. It's amazing. Uh, we have built that product together because on that we're not doing consultancy, but we're doing product advisory because that's a template that she's sharing and, and selling. But she is also using that same system with the, with her own clients because uh, she is doing all this fashion advisor. And it's amazing because you have all your clothes uh, within Notion. And thanks to some stats that we have built within the system, you can identify gaps in your wardrobe, like very easy. Uh, this is not as interesting in the Notion environment, but the time that this system is saving for her, for, for her consultancies is amazing. and the and the clients are just uh, amazed because they see all that clothes, but they can identify gaps. And so she's mm-hmm. better at giving advice. And they are more um, like more conscious of the clothes that they have. They are recycling more. They are not buying things that they don't need. Uh, so I think it's a really interesting approach because it's not a, an industry and that you yeah, see now, so. I, uh I would like to have for my own sort of wardrobe and for something like that, is it a matter of, you know, like taking photos and putting it on a database? Like what are, if we get deeper into that use case, what are some interesting categories that, that people could have for, you know, to, to cataloging their wardrobe? Yeah. Uh, thinking about that product specifically, there are some workflows that I think are interesting uh, because uh, one thing is, as you say, you take the photo and you put all your clothes in the database. That's it. But the way that is built, uh, you can very easily, and now with buttons, very easily create your own outfits. So you have an additional database for all your outfits. And then you have a section for planning your week. So with only two clicks, you have your whole week plan for your outfits. And if you are going to a trip, you can choose a specific outfit. And then you have a list of the things that you need to pack for your trip, according to the weather and according to the activity that also you choose within the, the, the system. So I, I think it's a really interesting approach. That is so, you're, you're, that's so cool. Yeah, you could do, do that do. also with meals, right? Like combinations yeah. of meals. Before people used, used to have, okay, ingredients and then like recipes. Mm-hmm. But then you can also mix them together for like meal planning, combination of interesting ingredients. Um, and then like, you know, like you said, with a couple clicks. So that's, that's like so cool. Mm-hmm. 
the question that I had is, so I know that we have, um, you know, a lot of people who, even myself, like I get questions, oh, you know, Monica, help me with this, help me with that. Uh, I have not had time to like do more like notion work for other people. I just use it for myself. Mm -hmm. But anybody who is considering to start consulting, okay, notion, uh, what kind of tips would you give them? Because yeah, today I think, I think there are, I mean, is there a lot of need for notion consulting? Do you feel like the market is saturated? What's that? What what's your view? Yeah, I don't think it's saturated because um there is always more people that need to learn notion. Uh, new companies, uh, new personal stuff that, that you need, like you can consult on that. Um, what I think is a great tip is combining what you already know with the notion consultancy, because, uh, that way you can really differ, like be very, um, like differentiate your, yourself from the others. Right. And be very unique and original. That's what you, you need to do. Like if you are want to build habit trackers and project management spaces, it will be a little bit hard to get into. But if you, uh, you achieve to combine what you already know with notion, that, that's a way. Uh, because I, I have a background in economy and business. So I tried in every, in every template and in every consultancy to blend what I already know about business uh, with Notion. Uh, and I think that's a, a very interesting thing. Um, I know, for instance, Frances from the Notion Bar, she is really creative and she has like blend all that creativity with, the, know, with her Notion consultancy. Amazing work. Um... So would you, I know like your, what are your hours look like? You know, just if let's say full-time notion consultant, like what do you take time off? Are you always working? Um, do you work from home? Do you work at a coffee shop? What does the, what does it actually look like to be a notion consultant? Yeah, I, I usually work from home in the mornings. And in the afternoons, I always uh, go to coffee shops. I really like that. We are blessed uh, in Lyon because we have a lot of coffee shops near our house. Like we walk 15 minutes and we have like, I don't know, six or seven options for a specialty coffee. So that's my afternoons. Um, and I try to not work on Saturdays and Sundays. That's something that I, I'm trying to really be like a very hard rule for me because, um, as it is your business, you always want to like have more, more right? Know, yeah. And do more because it's yours, you know, it's right, not for right. someone else, but you get burned out. So my rule so far is having Saturdays and Sundays with no computer. I try that very hard. <laughs> That is, that's awesome. And you did also mention, you know, when you keep saying like, we, 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 who, who is in your team? Do you, do you yeah. like, do you hire help? Do you have any assistance? Like who is in your team? 
Yeah, no, it's just me and Daniel, but uh, he has his own job as an local maker in France. But, you know, as we start all this uh, project together, I'm always talking about we, 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 that's Daniel and me. But you, <laughs> you, like, you don't have so any other assistants or nothing? No, so far, no, because uh, we really like to work together. And I think it, it will be a little bit hard for us to start like getting new people uh, in the project so far. So far, we are handling okay, but maybe in the future, yeah, we, we will need some help, maybe in the content creation side, marketing, something like that. But yeah, when I when I say we, it, it's Daniel and me. It's Daniel, yeah. Um, the, the, the thing with, you know, like with Notion, it just keeps changing, right? Like yeah. Notion today is so different from the Notion from a couple, couple years ago. Um, do you like, do you get callbacks? Oh, you know, like I need to learn more or like, do they come back for additional services to like, mm-hmm. you know, for, for additional features or maybe your templates look different or how do you manage change within Notion? Yeah. That's a hard thing to manage because they are uh, like putting updates for us like every week. <laughs> so it's really hard. Right. Uh, regarding templates, because we have the emails from people uh, that buy templates from us, we get to send them some updates. We usually uh, send send emails for them with updates and with some tips for them to update the template if it is a really important update that's regarding templates uh for our consultancy service we offer like um a, a it's not a it's like a technical support package which is a monthly fee uh so we so the client always has the the opportunity to keep updating the notion workspace and also they feel like very safe because if something happens, they can reach out to us and we are there giving them support for a monthly fee. That's what, how we handle that. Regarding that is, and that is like super smart for other people who are listening and uh, tips on it because it, it will keep changing. And yes. I think with AI is crazy, right? So mm-hmm. um, I, that's another, I think, very interesting topic that I wanted to ask you about. Uh, there's like ChatGPT, there's like Notion AI, and there are like so many other options. But um, in what ways are you leveraging AI? Yeah, we I use it within are, Notion uh, or like you know ChatGPT. Yeah. I, I know Daniel uses uh, uses a lot uh, ChatGPT for all his no call uh, um, workflows because he's a no call maker. But he's sometimes turning uh, the work in no-call and it's not no-call. So he's uh, having like, he uses a lot of ChatGPT for some things that are related to coding uh, for his work. And I am using mostly Notion AI uh, so far. And we are actually trying to build templates that are on which have have a lot of focus in the AI. And that's what we're doing so far with that in, in Notion. Um, because that is, uh, we have one block with AI, which is the custom AI block. 
that we think is amazing because you get to save um, a text or a prompt within that blog. So for templates, you already are giving the, the users uh, the way of using the AI, which mm-hmm. is something very mm-hmm. difficult for some people that are starting with that. They don't know how to talk with AI or how to use it. And with the custom AI blogging notion, you can save the prompt in the templates for them to run them. And I think it is interesting now when they launch the AI, uh, I didn't I, saw very useful workflows. But with the updates that are they, they are doing, that notion is doing right now, I see very interesting workflows. Because now you can um, use the AI directly with properties within a page. Right, right. And if you get that interaction, you save a lot of time in, in, cert- in certain workflows. And we did that for the recruiting hub. And if, uh, if you need to build a job position post and you already have that information in properties, then it's one click. Because you are right, right. The hmm. So it's 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 collecting like it's grabbing or scrubbing the information from the different properties and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a uh, lots of really cool things I think that will happen. And it's a matter of okay, they sort of threw this toy at us, <laughs> and I think people are playing it in very different ways, and it's fascinating mm-hmm. to see that, right? So okay, you know, just. Somebody like opened the door, like threw a ball and left. And everybody's kind of like, <laughs> oh, what is this? And like touching it, like rolling it, throwing it. And it's cool to see what people come up with, right? Um, even like imagine, I mean, this is in the future. We're going back to the the fashion, like stylist client that mm. you had using AI to like suggest, you know, uh, wardrobe options for somebody based on their body type or you know what I mean? Like there, there are so many, I think, use cases and mm-hmm. um, a girl can only dream. But like there, there are interesting things that could happen. So I think that's that's very good. Um, how are you using on, you know, for, for you, for like how is Alejandra using Notion today? Um, I'm curious about that too. Yeah. I, I probably are it. because, you know, you focus so much on clients, but how do you use it? Yeah, I in that side of the business, well, I use it for run the business. But for me, I actually have that template of, of the wardrobe. Uh, I have that. Um, I'm not using it full so far because I haven't uploaded all my pictures, all my clothes. But I have that in my personal space. And I also have uh, one specific space that I really like and that is also personal and it's the sales curve space i have uh, also a product that i built before but i'm using it for me which is a self-care system and it has within um a lot of self-care exercises that you get to to do what whenever you feel the need of doing something for your self-care and i'm using that i really like that space in notion and then I have an inspiration section. That's the, like the three things that I'm using only like for me personal. Uh, it's like in an inspiration section, which has a mood board, but also a database with all the ideas that I have. And I put all of them there and they are grouped 
for a different topic. So whenever I, I don't have anything like to do, like a new template or something, I always go to that inspiration section in the Notion. That's awesome. Um, what or who are you inspired by? In the Notion side, I, I have to say um, that at first my main inspiration was Frances from the Notion bar. Like, I feel that she was so authentic, that she was so original and was doing things differently. So I think that's uh, a great inspiration for me from the beginning. Like, from the first time we entering all this Notion world. Yeah, yeah, it helps to have this little, I don't know, compass or like mm. some, like a little star that you look at to dream together, you know, with, with that star. Um, so, you know, it's, it's nice to find, or I, I love to learn what inspires people. And then when you said also, um, in your, in your personal thing, you have like self-care, what would be like, what are some things that would be inside that page? Yeah. In your self-care, I have some exercises that are, um, like for checking with yourself that some of, of those exercises are done like every two months or, or four months. For instance, that is one that I really like. That is that you write a letter for yourself. Uh, and I really like to do that because you are like writing something to you and sometimes say uh, things kind to yourself. Uh, it's very hard. Like you feel it's hard when I'm doing that exercise. It's, it's always hard. But uh, now that I have letters from last year, for instance, it's really cool like to see how I was feeling and the things that I was, I was saying about myself then and what I'm saying right now. That exercise, I really like that, that exercise that has a spot in my self-care system. So the, it's, a, it's a letter to yourself, like, dear yes. Alejandra, okay, you are doing a yeah. fantastic job. Like, is it exactly. that kind of letter? <laughs> yeah. But the oh, first wow. one is like, uh, you, you see that you say, um, maybe you need to improve in this and in this and in this. But the letters that are more, more recent is like, you are doing great. That's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to implement that for for like myself and also my kids, you know, like I might I might check that out to like okay, write <laughs> no, I, I don't know if they will do it, but uh, I think it's a fun, you know, like exercise or thought exercise. So you talked about self-care, uh inspiration and like you know, mood board. Uh, do you just like, you know, do you just put it, it's a, like a page or like a database where you just stuck it all in? How do you structure your inspiration? Yeah, that's a page. And all the three things that I told you about are within that page. I keep that separate from all the work things. And it's uh, not in the, a database. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not in a database. It's one page with three pages, which is the inspiration and the self-care and the wardrobe system. And within each of those two pages, then you have like more databases. Like for the wardrobe system, you need one database for the items, one database for the outfits. And for the ideas, I have one database for all the ideas. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. um, 
when you have ideas, do you like you said, like, you know, I love writing in paper. Do you write them in paper? And then you how do you I develop your ideas? Like any any um any preview on what's what's coming next or uh what you're working on next? No, first like if I write the ideas in paper, I love them. True. I make myself to go to the database and put the idea there. <laughs> that's that's first. And uh what is coming uh I want to focus more on creating templates uh, because I missed uh, that. We haven't launched, like, I haven't launched any new template in, in a long time. Like, we launched some, something related to recruiting how because of the AI, but I have a lot of ideas there for templates and that I know that are original because there are no templates for that so far. And I want to build them. Um, and so far, I'm not having time because I'm doing the consultancy. So uh, in, like, I think in the next uh, few months, I want to focus on building those templates. Building, yeah. Yeah. It's like you, you, you do, you build, you connect, you know, like we all, I think, need that cycle of, mm. of you know, going back, taking a step back, building in our little cave, yeah. you know, just mm. going inside the cave. Uh Notion Spanish is coming very soon. Are you excited? Like, what's the, uh, how do you feel about Notion Spanish launching soon? Yeah, we're really excited. I already tried the, the beta and I thought it will be very hard to change my mind from English to Spanish because I have been using Notion a lot of time in English. But I really like it and it wasn't that hard. And a good thing is that even if you put like a Notion command in Spanish, uh, or in English, uh, like the Spanish ver version understands that, that you're putting that That's awesome. in English. So it's better for me. Uh, we're really excited. We're doing uh, one Notion celebration meetup in Madrid uh, on the 26th of May. That's like uh, oh, we're May. We're really excited. Okay. May, yeah. Uh, okay. And we're going to meet with a lot of Notion ambassadors there. Elena is coming, Robert is coming. Uh, Daniel Canosa is coming, Anna, so wow. uh, also Pablo Felipe, she, he's also in Spain. So we're meeting oh my all God. of us. I would love to go to Spain. <laughs> I love Spain. I love, you know, France, Europe. Like, I, you know, I, I feel like I owe myself mm. a trip there very soon. Um, yeah. So you will be in uh, in France, you know, going soon over there, like to Lyon, like you're going back. Yeah, we are here in Barcelona for tomorrow's meeting. We're doing Notion meeting in the morning and we are doing uh, Notion and Tally Forms meeting in the afternoon. Then we're going back to Lyon and then we're flying to Madrid on the 26th again for the, for the meetup in Madrid. Well, awesome. Uh, and where could we find more about you if you want to, like, just uh, anything that... People who are listening, uh, how can they learn more about your work? What's yeah. the best place to learn about your work? The best place is uh, to visit my website, which is alejandracienfuegos.com. Uh, all the links are over there. <laughs> okay, awesome. Did you? Is it? Is it a Notion page? No, it's not. It's a website. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So I um, I want to thank you so much, Alejandra. It was uh, it was so fun, and I I feel like I've learned a ton myself. Mm -hmm. And all the best with your ideas, and uh, wishing you all the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> it was really nice. Thank you.